And I was like, oh shit, like I'm not out of control. Like breath work scientifically works and it can get me back to a neutral space within five minutes. And that just blew me away. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. I've got some big news. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, first and foremost, I'm back in Austin. It was a 21-hour drive from San Diego. It was like 18 hours. And from LA, it was like 21 hours, which I was not expecting. Um, So it was a long drive, but made it here. It's friggin' cold. Not used to this weather. I'm used to being in Mexico in 80 degrees. So hopefully it ends up getting a bit warmer over these next couple of days. But nonetheless, I've been out going to the creek, meditating, spending time in this beautiful city that I love so, so, so much. And um, we have an Airbnb here until the end of the month. And then I think I'm going to continue traveling, which is so interesting because, and I'm totally going off, maybe I should save this for another episode, but I'm going um, off of what I thought I was initially going to share in this intro. But you know, back in January, I shared all about the home buying process and just feeling into what feels like a yes and what feels like a no. That house ended up falling through, but we know that anytime anything doesn't happen, it's because there's something even greater on the other side. And um, I know that to be so true now that I've experienced the past six weeks since I put the offer in on the house. Um, Went to Mexico loved it so much there and just really have caught a travel bug. So feeling tethered to a multiple hundred thousand dollar investment right now feels so out of alignment with what my priorities are, which is to be present and travel and experience the world and continue meeting people. And so I feel really excited knowing that these next few months are going to be spent with lots of travel in store. But I'm in Austin until the end of March, and then I'll be somewhere else in the world. I don't know exactly yet. Anyways, big news. Drum roll, please. I don't know if you could hear that. (laughs) The Academy of Breath Spring 2022 cohort is officially open for early bird enrollment, and I am so excited to be inviting you all into this sixth round. Oh my goodness. Our sixth round of the Academy of Breath. Holy cannoli, you guys. I cannot believe we've served over 315 students so far since 2020. And I'm super excited and really looking forward to this upcoming round because we are officially extending it into a 12-week or three-month program. 
I really wanted to do this so I could continue sinking my teeth and my heart into every single student that is a part of the Academy of Breath. And every time that we um, get feedback from our students that have gone through past rounds, it's always, I loved it so much and I wish that we were together for longer. So their wish is our command. <laughs> and we are officially starting on April 13th, 2022. So if you are interested, we have our early bird enrollment open from now until next March 31st, which is not next Thursday, but the following Thursday. So essentially two weeks worth of, um, or maybe it's the 28th. Yeah, it's today through the 28th of March, excuse me. <laughs> so there's a two week early bird enrollment, which is gonna save you $300. And we have both pay in full available or a four month payment plan. So making it really accessible for all of y'all to be able to join us in this upcoming round. It's going to be so incredibly potent. We have Lexi Rodriguez coming back again to support all of y'all with office hours. I'm going to be leading all of our live classes. We've got almost 15 hour, not almost, we've got over over 15 hours of bonus masterclasses. We have small group mentors with past AOB alums where you're really going to be able to, over the course of the 12 weeks, drop in deep with a small group and a mentor to guide you outside of the guidance that you'll receive from myself and Lexi. And um, I mean, take it from the over 315 people that have already walked through these doors. The Academy of Breath is really unlike any other certification that you will find on the internet um, and out in the world because we do a really good job at blending business, science, and spirituality so that you have a comprehensive and really accessible approach to breathwork and meditation so that your work can get out to the world in big ways. So if you're interested, again, the early bird enrollment is open today through March 28th. The link is in the show notes Check it out there. And without further ado, I'm so excited to actually be bringing on a past AOB alum, Miss Nick Weber. Her website is www.nickweberweberwith2bs.com. And Nick really focuses on breathwork and meditation as a tool for anxiety. Her background and her journey with anxiety is incredibly inspiring and just really opened my eyes to how challenging it can be to deal with anxiety, especially if you have generalized anxiety disorder or panic disorders. And hearing her experience incorporating breathwork and meditation into her practice to support her in navigating anxiety was ultra inspiring. And I'm super, super grateful to have her on today to share more about her journey with anxiety, how she overcame it, and now how she supports her clients and herself with using breathwork and meditation and the tools that she learned inside of the Academy of Breath to own her anxiety and rise above it. So with that being said, you can find all of her information inside of the show notes as well. And I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation with Miss Nick Weber. Miss Nick Weber. I'm so happy we're doing this. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for doing this, babe. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. I'm so excited. Yes. So we've got to spend like basically the past year together, which is super special inside of the advanced practitioner training. And before that in AOB and, you know, I have just come to truly fall in love with how you have taken breath and meditation and applied it to your own life as it relates to anxiety. And then of course, to those that you work with as well. And so I just want to say, you know, thank you for 
really like using your own life as I always say, like as a training ground to be able to be of service to others, because I know that anxiety is debilitating. I think about the times in my life where I've been like really in these like anxious bouts and it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And thank you for, for saying that. I appreciate it. And yeah, that's kind of how my whole breath work and, you know, meditation journey began. It was that, um, you know, it started with me having this anxiety and wanting to simply start to just tell my story and through kind of telling my story on Instagram and, you know, in blog posts, I started to really, really self heal a lot of things, just being so open and vulnerable and owning it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, this makes sense. And so I got to a place where I was like, I can now help people, but I still want to, you know, have my clients, have my followers understand that, like, I get it because like, to your point, when you're in the thick of anxiety, like you can feel like you're going a little crazy, like your body's going crazy. Your mind's going crazy. It's hard to control it. So I think coming from that place of authenticity and and being very approachable is something that it's important because I, I get it. I understand it. And so, um, having that baseline in order to help people, I think is, is very helpful, like helpful. Yeah. I appreciated that the other day you had shared, like, you know, I experienced a panic attack and this is what I did to be able to shift it. And so it just like adds that, I don't know, just yes, authenticity, but also just like levels the playing field a bit. Like I always appreciate when the people that I admire look up to or have worked with in the past are real about what they go through. The whole perfectionist thing, it's really hard for me. Like I think when I only see like the perfect side of somebody, I am like, oh, you know, they're not there. There's something there's something off with them, you know, like that that doesn't seem it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem totally real. So I appreciate that you also share that. And I'm sure that the people that you support as well appreciate it. I'm curious because I think that this is something that a lot of people probably wonder, especially those that are a bit younger. Um, well, but really anyone, when did you like, at what age and what was the process of realizing that like what you were experiencing on a mental and physical and emotional level was like indeed anxiety and not, um, you know, just like, I don't, I don't want to downplay it, but there's a difference between like general anxiety disorder and like actually being diagnosed with anxiety and experiencing like certain daily challenges or normal challenges. So, you know what I mean? Like when, when was that, when did that experience happen for you? Because I know that throughout my life, there have been moments where I'm like, this feels like something more than just the normal challenges or like obstacles that someone would go through emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had a very long journey with anxiety. Um, I remember, I think I was around like eight or nine, uh, telling my parents, I was like, I'm having a heart attack. Like I, my heart is racing. Like I can't, I don't know what's going on. My heart is racing. And, you know, unfortunately like eighties, early nineties, the mental health discussion just wasn't quite there. You know, it wasn't as openly talked about. And so I kind of just learned to live with it. Like, you know, 
at that time I was like, okay, well, I didn't have a heart attack. So I don't know what that was, but I'm okay now. And then there was, um, I would say about fifth and sixth grade, um, I would uh, physically, so I would, I would throw up before I would go to school mm-hmm. um, most days. I would just, I'd had this lump in my throat. And I remember telling my parents, like, I can't eat, I can't eat. I have this lump in my throat and went all, to all these doctors um, and they're like, nothing's wrong with her. And so I finally ended up um, at a therapist and, um, you know, recognized that this was maybe more mental than, or that it was mental versus physical. Um, and then as I aged, it was just kind of something that I dealt with and, um, it weaved in and out of my life. And I really didn't have like a set Rolodex of coping skills. I just kind of went as it ebbed and flowed with my life. And then uh, about five years ago, I um, went through, for anyone that follows astrology, I don't know, Saturn return, my life just like blew up, right? Like Going through it right now. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I can empathize with you. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, I went through a really bad breakup, a job change, um, I got hit by a car. Like it was just like, Oh my God. I know it was like, <laughs> stuff that's like you can't make up that like, okay, I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> Mine was just like, I was holding on to these things that were not good for me. And the universe was finally like, we got to like, we got to get away from her. So, but through all that, it was obviously very traumatic and I developed, um, panic disorder in addition to my generalized anxiety disorder um that also included agoraphobia so it got to the point where I couldn't leave the house without having a panic attack Mm. like I couldn't walk a block um without having a panic attack I was having three a day um literally couldn't leave the house for like a month like it was I don't like it was this most horrible, scariest, like thing ever, you know, I was just completely out of control, like just completely out of control. So, you know, I went on a daily medication because my therapist, um, at the time was like, trauma is trauma. And like one part of your brain is not getting enough chemicals to the other part of the brain. Like you've been through trauma. Like it just, it looks a little different on you than say, you know, some other people, but we're going to put you on medication. That's going to help your brain communicate a little bit more. And I was like, okay. Um, but he's, you know, he was great. He was like, but you know, medication is 70%. It will do 70% of the work. Like it's really up to you to kind of like work through the rest. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, how do I do that? Like, what do you mean? You know, like, so you know, had I had these breathwork tools, you know, five years ago, I, you know, would have maybe moved through it a little bit quicker. Um, but it was a lot of just, um, therapy and, and, you know, talking about it, a lot of like exposure, like things that scared me, I had to go do. And then when I didn't have a panic attack doing it, it was like, rewired, right? Mm-hmm. My brain that it was safe. Um, so yeah, I mean, but the panic disorder lasted for many years. You know, I would say just within the past like two years, I really feel like it's under control. Um, 
but it's still there. You know, I, I had a panic attack a couple of weeks ago, you know, it's definitely still there. Something that I, you know, recognize that I will just deal with, but I feel so much more in control of it now than I yeah. ever. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, there was a memory. I don't ex- exactly remember when it was, but I had to have been in fourth grade maybe. And I remember walking into the garage and seeing my mom in the fetal position on the ground saying that she was having a heart attack. And we called the, um, the paramedics to come help her. Cause we had, we thought she was having a, a heart attack and it ended up being a panic attack. And that's when I realized like, wow, panic attacks are the real deal. Like it's not just, I feel a little anxious right now and I can't be in this situation. It's like, like I said earlier, like debilitating, you feel like you are dying. And I think that always put things in perspective for me whenever having had that experience of witnessing my mom, it always put things in perspective for me growing up of, okay, well, whatever I'm navigating right now, like it isn't that intense. And so I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. So I just like hold you in so much love for having navigated that for so many years. And also I'm just like, so proud of you for that 30% that you did do and show up and really, you know, take an empowered approach to, because I think that sometimes it can be hard while navigating those things to really like crawl your way out of it. Um, because even though we know what we're supposed to do, you know, that being agoraphobic, not being able to leave the house, having that many panic attacks a day, like that can send you into a depression. Mm -hmm. And, and when you're in a depression, it can, it's even harder to do the things that, you know, are going to make you feel good. Oh yeah. I mean, during that time I was like, my life will never be the same. Like I can't even walk down the street, let alone, you know, live. I'll never be able to get on a plane again. Like, and I've, I mean, I just got back from Paris, you know? Mm -hmm. So like the, the transformation has been truly crazy. And like, I love being able to give that message to people as well. It's been like, I've been there. I thought there was no way I was going to be able to like live my life. Like I once had, um, and I'm actually traveling more than I ever have, Mm -hmm. uh, right now. So even just like being that voice to be like, this too shall pass. Like, please, I've been there and you can get through this and you will. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I always say it's like being that example shows someone like, oh, if she can do it, then I can do it too. If she's been where I'm at right now, then I can absolutely get myself out of this as well too. So it acts as like an expander for other people. It expands their subconscious. It expands their beliefs. So I think that it's so amazing what you are doing. Um, So I'm curious, like, Obviously, like you mentioned, like you didn't have breathwork and meditation at that point. What were the big like shifts that you saw when you first started doing the breathwork practices and meditating, um, like specifically around like after you joined AOB? Yeah. So meditation, I had started to dip into, um, you know, several years ago, but without the knowledge of why, you know, you, a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, meditation's good for you. You know, you should do it. So I was like, okay. Um, and you know, it was good for me and that it did help kind of strengthen my brain, you know, the muscle to really control my thoughts and mm-hmm. more importantly, thoughts stop. Um, the whole thing with agoraphobia is you are 
sending yourself into panic attacks because you're so scared of having a panic attack. Mm. So it's like, I was doing it to myself because I was like, I don't want to have a panic attack. I'm so scared. And then, so meditation has really helped to become more present, stop the thought spiral over the years. Um, I think with breath work, so when you have anxiety or have a panic attack, like for me to learn the science behind it, and I know, you know, you are very, and that's why I loved my time with you so much is like, we talk a lot about the science behind it. And when it comes to anxiety, you know, it's simply your, you know, sympathetic nervous system being like, you're in trouble. Like you are in trouble, girl. Like you better fight for your life. And you're like, I'm sitting at home. <laughs> like what is going on? But it's just your chemicals in your brain. Like for whatever reason, communicating that your body's reacting. And so, um, you know, I read some Joe Dispenza and I understood that you know, manipulating your breath because your breath is a part of your nervous system. You can actually tell your brain to tell your body like, no, 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 you're safe. And it's like, it's bringing this control in because so much of anxiety and especially what triggers me is feeling out of control. Right. And I was like, oh shit, like I'm not out of control. Like breath work scientifically works and it can get me back to a neutral space within five minutes and that just blew me away learning about it and so then doing AOB with you and you know the advanced uh breath work training with with you just learning that there's so much more that breath work can do for you beyond just getting you out of an anxiety spiral. You know, the balancing, the, you know, uplifting, the energy, you know, the different ways that you can kind of use it. Um, it's just, I mean, I can't like say enough good things about it. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just such a gift and a gift that I feel so happy and honored to be like giving other people as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what stood out just from when you were sharing that is like with your own clients, being able to teach them about like their window of tolerance and how like you can use the breath to actually expand your window of tolerance. I'm sure that that is so helpful for those that have anxiety because it really is like such a small, tight window of tolerance that will send you into a panic attack that will send you like completely off the deep end. And so being able to work with your clients on that is like revolutionary for people that really haven't been able to develop the endurance to hold stress. Absolutely. And what I've really learned from my clients and, you know, people with anxiety is that we have to start very basic, you know, mm -hmm. like just simply learning how to properly breathe and like, you know, really taking that full breath in, full breath out and like doing some like vagal toning and like really easing in is so important. I think, you know, I had been practicing it for a little while and meditation. So I'm like, okay, let's go. You know, like we're going to do this, this and this. People are like, I can't do that. I'm like, yeah. oh. Right. So it's like starting simple and then kind of gradually getting them to a point where then I can work with their window of tolerance and they feel safe um, with me and themselves that they can bring themselves like kind of back in um, if they get out of it. So, yeah, uh, it's been a really, you know, it's been a big learning experience for me too to kind of understand that like 
people just need the basics too. Yeah. Totally. I think that's what always blows my mind whenever I'm doing like very beginner breathwork sequences or doing like an Instagram live with people who I have no idea what their experience and level of breathwork um, is. And having people share like, wow, holding my breath for five seconds, then exhaling for five seconds then holding at the bottom for five seconds. And that was challenging. I almost couldn't do it. And it's like, you know, for anyone that's gone through AOB or has been practicing breath for a while, or, you know, as an avid yogi, it's like those things we might feel like are the back of our hand or know like the back of our hand and are so simple, but the vast majority of our population doesn't even have the very simple, fundamental, basic understanding of how to properly breathe. And I think that that just like for practitioners, you know, offers us so much, like for me, I get so excited because that means that like most of the world still has yet to experience the magic that we've had to offer. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. I feel like there's not enough, like I'm, yeah, it's amazing that you're, you're giving this gift to so many people because I'm like, girl, we're doing it together. (laughs) I know, but it's like, I feel overwhelmed by like how many people, you know, can benefit from this, this gift of breathwork and meditation. And so it truly is a gift. And again, it can, even the, you know, I've, I had a friend who, you know, I have friends that are skeptics, right. That aren't necessarily as into like the yogi meditation, like worlds. And so I'm like, you know, I'd one that was, um, pregnant and she's like, I haven't slept. Like I can't sleep. Like she was having a hard time with her pregnancy and, um, was sick. And so I was like, just try it, just try it. And the next day she was like, Oh my, that was the best. I did your meditation with some breath work and that was the best stretch of sleep I've gotten in months. I love that. So I was like, I know, I know. So <laughs> like, cool. Told you. <laughs> she was like, yes, so this, this works. I was like, I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I love it. That always makes me so happy to hear. So one of the things that you mentioned was how meditation has allowed you to thought stop. Can you share a little bit about just that process for you, for anybody who might get carried away in that like spiral of thoughts that sends them into either a panic attack or just like, feeling really stressed out and out of control. Like what, what do you do when, after you recognize that you're starting to spiral? Yeah. So I think that, well, having since learned breath work, um, doing some breath work leading into meditation is extremely beneficial because oftentimes with anxiety, once you're in the thought spiral, your body's already reacting. And sometimes your body's reacting before your brain, you know? So you're almost a little already, like it's hard to kind of get back to square one. So doing a little bit of equal ratio or just some like breathing before going into meditation is super helpful. Um, I have always challenged myself to not do a guided meditation to guide myself (laughs) through it. Um, When I meditate, I really just try to sit in silence and sit with myself. And I almost like, if I see a thought, I like visually like bubble it up and like just send it away. Mm. And it's just the practice of doing that over and over for say 10 minutes a day is really challenging. I mean, I've been doing this for a while and like, there's still some days where I'm like, okay, like, um, this is not working, but it is. Um, 
so then, you know, once you do that every day, then you, you take it to your day to day and something, you know, goes awry in your day, it causes you to be a little bit more mindful and to like stop and before you react and be like, Oh, wait, before your thoughts start to kind of like get ahead of you, you're like, oh, stop. And you can like use that visualization or whatever it is to kind of help you through that experience. And so I think what's cool about meditation is like it naturally spills into your day to day and you don't even realize that, you know, people are like, I don't know how to do it. And it's like, just, just practice it and do it. And like, you're going to start to notice in your day to day, Mm -hmm. you're more grounded, you're more mindful and you can like be in more control of your thought spiral um, Mm. when it happens. So I I love that. I I enjoy guided meditations, but I really try to challenge myself to do that. Totally. I think the guided meditations have a purpose. It's like, I like guided meditations if I want to feel expansive, if I want to like be really intentional about something in my business or what I want to like manifest or create. But other than that, like if I'm meditating to get back to neutral. If I'm meditating because like I'm having an overwhelming day, I'm not putting on a guided meditation. Even if it's a guided meditation for stress, I like what I really need to do is like drop into my body, breathe, and like actually train my mind in how to respond instead of react to whatever is coming up. So I love that you do that. Cause I know that a lot of times inside of AOB in like the first and the second week, I'm like, you're going to do breath and then you're going to set a timer and you're not going to do a guided meditation. And people are like, wait, but could I do a guided meditation? I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, you can. And learning how to meditate is more than just being guided by somebody else. Um, exactly. And it's like, you know, even it's, I think I, w- I was like in the car going to the airport the other day and I was like, oh, I didn't get my meditation in this morning. So I just stopped my thoughts and just looked out the window and I was like, tree, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I was, like, this is simply a meditation. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, this big, like, you know, guided, you know, laying down. I was like, I'm being mindful and noticing the present moment. And I'm not thinking about anything else, but what I'm seeing. And I think, you know, staying consistent with that is so important because you're with anxiety. It's like, I may not feel anxious today, so I don't feel like I need to do the meditation, but then enough days go by and I don't do the meditation. And then the anxiety will, pop up and I won't feel like prepared for it either. So totally. So powerful. Yeah. I mean, I always see for me, it's like so important that everyone inside of AOB and my clients develop the practice, but there's some, sometimes where I really want to be like, and now I want you to stop meditating for a week after, after you've gotten it down for like a month, let's see what happens if you don't meditate for a week. I mean, even like I was, just driving from LA to Austin over the past three days. And, um, I didn't really meditate at all until I got here. Um, and this morning got to sit down and I could feel the difference. You can feel the difference in just a couple of days of not doing breathwork and meditation. And I think that that the reason why I always am like, do I want to tell people to do this is because it really just helps to like put a punctuation mark at the end of like why this work is so important. Mm-hmm. It is so true. Um, I, like I said, I just got back from Paris and I was not as diligent with my practice as I should have been there. And it happens, you know, I think 
releasing the pressure and perfectionism off myself has been, you know, a huge practice in my past couple of years. And yeah, I was like, okay, I didn't do that perfectly. I'm sure as shit. I was a little bit more anxious this week. And I was like, all right, we're getting back into it. So, you know, it happens, but it's just coming back to it and showing mm-hmm. back up and you'll, you'll get the control back. Mm. So when you're working with your clients, because I imagine that most, if not all experience some level of anxiety, how do you support them in the beginning stages of really developing a practice? Cause it, we've kind of like had this thread from the beginning of this conversation around, you know, like when you are in these States, it is harder to show up and do things for yourself. Or when you are feeling good, you don't necessarily emphasize doing the practice anymore because you're good. So when you're working with people in the beginning, like how do you, and for people that are listening that are in the beginning stages of developing these practices, like how do you best support your clients and showing up and actually doing the work? Yeah, that's a great question. And something I've learned through trial and error and working with clients and building my business is that I don't think one session is sufficient because again, you need to keep showing up. You need to keep practicing. So what I do now is that, um, I will have a discovery call with someone like totally free of charge. We'll get on the phone and like, so I can really understand, you know, what is it that's, you know, they're trying to work through, um, you know, what's causing them the anxiety. Are they having panic attacks, you know, making them understand that I totally get it. And I've been there and, you know, we can kind of just have a nice little anxiety chat. Um, And then what I'll do is I'll put together kind of a custom program of at least three sessions. Um, I try to space them out a couple of weeks in between each other um, so that it can help hold someone accountable, right? Like it's something that if you just do it once, like you're just, you'll feel great in the moment, but you won't reap like the overall benefits of like really rewiring your, your brain, you know, which is like what, what you do when you practice breathwork and meditation. So, um, I do have some like pre-recorded ones, like supplemental ones on my site, but yeah, it's important to me to support people, you know, throughout a couple different sessions and help them kind of grow, answer questions, be available for questions. Um, yeah. So that, that's typically how I go about it. Cause it's, yeah. it's not a change you can make typically overnight. No, it's not. And, you know, I think the cool thing about working with somebody for like ongoing support is that you really get to see the big and little shifts that happen over that period of time. Um, one of the things that we started implementing, I don't remember if it was in your round or the round after you. Um, but one of the things that we started implementing is like these stress surveys to see where people were at the very first week before they even started doing the practice halfway through the program. And then at the very end of the program to see just like, how can we track like your, your stress levels? How can we track how you're sleeping? How can we track your confidence and, and how you feel showing up in the world and like sharing your voice and like really looking at all of these different, um, areas of growth that come from these practices and the implementation of these practices. And it was really cool to see how individuals that really stuck with the surveys over the course of the Academy of Breath um, program had really big shifts and how they felt about themselves, how 
they looked at the world, how they were able to respond to their stress. Um, you know, we've had people go through this program and be like, oh, I don't know if I'm actually going to change a lot. It's not that long of a program. And then by the end of it, they're like, holy shit, like I am not the same person that I was when I first started. And I think that's, what's so cool about, um, you know, getting support from people that have either a been where you're currently at or B are offering you an opportunity to expand your mind, expand your reality in whatever way you like really, truly desire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Academy of breath and breath work meditation. I mean, you've heard it here. It changed my life (laughs) from someone that has had anxiety for, you know, a very, very long time. Mm, That makes me so, so happy. So I appreciate you sharing like how people can work with you. Can you share how people can find you as well? Yeah. So my Instagram is, um, at um, anxious.nick. Um, I like to call myself the anti-anxiety expert, but <laughs> you know, they'll find kind of tips and tricks for anxiety, but also, you know, the experiences that I had and how I worked through them, um, typically with breath work or meditation. And then my website is um, Nick Weber. So that's two B's uh, com. And so all my offerings will be on there. Um, they can reach me via email um, from there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Nick. And we're going to link everything in the show notes. Again, I love you so much. I'm so grateful to have been a part of your journey um, and to be a positive part of your journey as well. And I'm just so excited to see like if the past year has offered you this, like what's going to come next. I know. I know. I'm so thankful for you, Ava. Anytime to have a chance to connect is such a pleasure. Mm -hmm. 